0: Psychology of Darshanamala, verse number 2. As incipient memory form alone, in the beginning this remained. Thereafter, the Lord projected with his Maya, like a magician, the entire world. Word meaning Vasana Mayam Eva, as incipient memory form alone. Adav, in the beginning, Idam, this, our seat, remained, existed, was. Ataha, thereafter, prabhuhu the Lord. Asrajat, projected, created. Swasya, with his own. Mayaya, with Maya. Maya, vi Iva, like a magician. Akhilam, the entire Jagat, world, commentary. When school children attend a chemistry class for the first time, The teacher may seek to inculcate in them a sense of wonder and interest in his science. For example, in a beaker of water, he may have a piece of phosphorus. Taking it from the water, he exposes it to air. After a few minutes, it will fume and catch fire. Then he may take a piece of sodium, which has been soaked in kerosene oil, and throw it in the water. As soon as it enters the water the sodium will burst into flame. Experiments such as these may stimulate the children to put searching questions to their teacher. Magicians entertain and charlatans exploit ignorant people by the performance of tricks and illusions, the processes of which are not known to the onlookers whose reactions are much the same as those of the children in our chemistry class. Wonder and amazement. Everything that is presented to our senses has its own characteristic properties and it is science which seeks to know the source of these properties. When common salt is analyzed, it proves to be a compound of sodium and chlorine but in the pinch of salt which we taste, we do not detect the natural properties of these two constituents. If we analyse still further, we come to the primeval state of particles or waves. There we shall find no distinction between those particles which are structured as sodium or chlorine. In this discovery, the natural question which comes to the mind is, what is it that causes qualitative variations at the atomic level. To answer this question we have to move into a more general branch of science called mathematics. In the realm of mathematics we no longer deal with things which are visible. Even with the use of the most powerful electron microscope we can penetrate the visible world only so far and our findings are valid only within certain limits. When our inquiry is taken beyond frontiers of the visible world, physics changes into metaphysics. Most scientists are unwilling to accept that their philosophical speculations are not strictly objective and are on a par with the shrewd guesses of philosophers. Just as religion has its followers who swear by the pronouncements of one prophet or another, so also do people who are excited by scientific invention or technological progress satisfy themselves by shouting slogans in favor of science. The physicist tries to relate all forces to one physical entity. The biologist wants to show that all forms of life arise from a primitive principle of life. Thus unknown to themselves scientists like every one of us are in need of a unitive principle to which all phenomena can be related. However, they do not wish to underline any one term as the first principle or first cause. They tend to leave this question as a mystery, while engendering hope in their followers that someday in the future, they will be able to realize this elusive first principle. In the present verse, Narayana Guru names this first principle or cause of the universe, Prabhu. What stimulates the interest of the philosopher and scientist in questioning the phenomena of their experience is the element of mystery that transforms one form or one quality into another. This mysterious and veiling process is called Maya in Sanskrit. What is a mystery to a human mind can cause a variety of responses, wonder, delight and fear or dread, among others. When the mysterious cause of leprosy was discovered and an antidote invented, there was universal rejoicing in those countries where leprosy had been a scourge. On the other hand, the mystery enshrouding the dreadful disease of cancer provokes a response of a more sinister and fearful kind. Thus Maya is a field where joy and sorrow, affection and fear can all operate side by side. All scientific effort since the time of seers such as Atreya in India or Democritus in ancient Greece up to and including the present day study of outer space has been directed towards unveiling the mystery of Maya. So here you have the full field of Maya. Mm -hmm. Thus Maya is a field where joy and sorrow, affection and fear can all operate side by side. It may seem to us as if Maya functions in a magical way. One who understands how to perform magic is no stranger to its secrets. The magician is the master of his mysterious world. As there is a secret to be mastered in the practice of magic, so also there is one to be penetrated if we are to understand the mystery and power of Maya. We can, for example, read in the ancient Indian epic, Mahabharata, of people who travelled to the moon, there to undergo a period of intense ascetic discipline, tapas, and who later returned to the earth. Even during the first quarter of this century, there might have been few who would have, given credence to this claim. Nowadays, however, we cannot so readily dismiss the possibility of truth in that ancient teaching. Everywhere across the world, people watching through the medium of television, courageous Americans walking on the moon. Later they return to also tell of their experiences. But such is the resistance of the human mind to change that some believe the whole operation to have been an elaborate hoax. The flat earth society still has its protagonists. Those who understand to some extent how the moon landings were accomplished have to that extent understood a deep mystery. Thus to know the secret helps us to consciously participate in a principle which continues to be a mystery to those who fail to understand it. When we turn our attention to the mysteries of the physical world, chemical worlds and focus it on a more intimate subject that is that of our own personal life, we are confronted with a much deeper mystery. In the matter of behavior, for example, we seem often unpredictable even to ourselves. At one moment a person in his love for someone holds out a friendly hand as a gesture indicative of his inner emotions. At another time the same person can shriek and shout, becoming violent and destructive towards the one he claims to love. This can surprise those who are not familiar with the inconsistencies of that person's behaviour. Human caprice can be likened to a piece of phosphorus, which when exposed to the air can suddenly and without warning burst into flame. In the case of phosphorus, the possibility of such a transformation is a latent chemical property. In a man, it is latent as a potential psychological factor. This potential or latent aspect which enables one to have harmonious or discordant relations with others and which often appears capricious to the onlooker is described by the Sanskrit term vasana. In one case the transformation is a chemical potential and in the other a psychological potential. There is no essential difference between the two. Narayanu Guru attributes such potentiality to one generic latent principle in the primeval substratum, recognized in the previous verse as Parmeshara and in the present one as Prabhu. All possibilities in the universe from the spinning of the nebula to the pollination of a flower, and including the combination, including the composition of a symphony, are all latent in the Prabhu as vasanas. That's important. All possibilities in the universe, from the spinning of a nebula to the pollination of a flower, and including the composition of a symphony are all latent in the Prabhu as Vāsana's. Prabhu literally means that which becomes methodically and abundantly. A candle will be seen to have a definite mass and form. We can see it, touch it, taste it and smell it. We can weigh and measure it. A candle therefore is capable of giving us a very objective experience. At this point we do not perceive its latent luminous quality. Or its capacity to give out radiant heat nor do we see the transmutability of form inherent in its composition now let us light our candle at once we get both light and heat and its mass and form begin to change if we leave it alone it will appear to consume itself and in time may almost or completely disappear as it burns away its own wax Finally, there may be no wax or only a small residue or no flame or heat little if any mass and a completely changed form. In much the same way camphor if exposed to air will also disappear. In these two examples, we can see the transformation of a gross object into its subtle constituents. In the same manner an extremely subtle form may be changed into a gross form. Take for example, the transmission of radio photographs by a news agency. In a few minutes, an event becomes a photographic record that is changed into electrical energy and further transformed into radio waves. These waves may be transmitted across the globe. The whole process is then reversed and once again, a visible photograph exists as an image on paper. The next verse is an elucidation of this principle. So we have to find from all these individual cases the one principle, from the many we are going to one. When you look at the many they are, as he said, from nebula that is happening in the cosmos, the formation of a star, it is a huge event. To the pollination of a flower which we see here, the insect is pollinating a flower. To the composition of a symphony which is happening purely within the mind of a composer. He doesn't go outside, he is sitting and composing the music purely from his mind. On all these three, all of them to be seen as vasanas in the Prabhu. So, one Prabhu which is then manifesting as all this world, this manifestation, because of the vasanas and the Prabhu. So like that each verse will take you from this multifarious world to one cause, from different points of view. First one was Parmeshwara, Mm -hmm. now it is Prabhu. Mm -hmm. And Prabhu is more like a magician, a magician the audience is awed. the or, or, audience is impressed by the show of the magician, but the magician is not impressed, the magician knows how he is doing it. So, this Brahmavidya also will show us how this Maya is functioning, the mystery of the Maya. And scientists are trying to also understand the mystery of Maya, but they are doing it through studying the objective world. And their problem is when they come to that metaphysical point, they are not able to jump to the metaphysical. At some point, the physics will become metaphysics. As he said, you can take salt, you can analyse it, it's sodium and chloride, two separate chemicals, becoming one compound called salt, two elements, sodium and chlorine. Go further and you come to the particle. Now you have come to a point where particle and wave, once it becomes a wave, it is no longer a physical thing and there is no differentiation, it is just an energy. There is no differentiation in energy, it is one energy. But some law, some means comes when that energy is transformed into a particle. Then it has a particularity, it becomes a specific thing. That is a great magical thing that happens. From one energy, suddenly it becomes a particular thing. So here we are given this overall principle, the Prabhu principle. So first one was like a dream, Prameshwala like a dream, second one is Prabhu like a magician.